0: Continue our daily Bible reading on this Friday as uh, we turn to Exodus chapter 11. Now, uh, Exodus chapter 11, uh, we dare not take this for granted. Um, the act of God and and God doing just exactly according to what he said. Exodus chapter 11 is the preface to what's going to happen with the Passover meal and the the blood of the lamb on the doorpost and and all of this. And it's really easy for us to kind of read this as like a Sunday school lesson and and like, well, you know, of course it happened this way because God said it was going to happen this way. But think about all the details that we read about and think about the real life people that are being impacted by this both the children of Israel that are seeing God working in His way, um, to save them, but also the years and years and years of captivity and slavery that they've gone through that brought them up to this. Think about the, the trials that you've gone through in your life that oftentimes last a long time and you're, you're just hanging on to the promises of God. Well, this is the reason that you can, because when God promises something, it's going to happen. It may take time. It may, it probably won't happen in our time and in our way, but it's going to happen. And on the other side of that, Don't forget about the turmoil that must have been going on in the lives of all the people who lived in Egypt, who had trusted because that's what they had been taught, that the Pharaoh was like God to them, that he was more powerful than any other nation, more powerful than any other God. And now suddenly the core of what they believed and what they put their hope and their trust in was being rocked to the core, let alone all the physical turmoil that was happening in their life, the pain that they were suffering, the death that they saw around them, and their land that was decimated talk about their past being rocked their present being miserable and their future what hope do they have in the future now since all this has happened everything they had put their hope and their trust in was gone now plus the fact that they were at the they were at the hands of who they thought was going to take care of them but now they they see could not take care of them so this is all the history that's gone on here Amongst the people. And uh, you and I are blessed that we have the word of God, the Bible here, that tells us some of that history. We've been reading about all the plagues that they have, as they have happened. We've heard about the promise that God made back to Abraham. That's why we read Genesis first, and then to Isaac, and then to Jacob. And God said, I'm going to make of you a great nation. And those stories have been told over and over and again to them as little children, as their parents told that story to them. Well, now all this is coming to fruition. And, and God is getting his work done, and God truly does remember his people. He remembers them in a gracious way. He is truly patient and kind to them, uh, because as you think about all that history, it wasn't that God's people were always faithful to him. They had all their many times that they'd fallen away, uh, sometimes totally gone against the will of God. This takes us all the way back to Adam and Eve, where God created them, and they went totally against what God told them to do, and uh, and they uh, they tested God's forgiveness and his mercy and his grace. And here it's come true. God's going to do it. So chapter 11, short and sweet, is going to be the preface to to an event that that is going to shape the life of the children of Israel, um, an event that gets brought up over and over and over in Scripture. I have a a cross-reference here in uh, Psalm Psalm chapter 105, as well as in Psalm 135, 105 especially tells the whole story again of the Exodus and all the plagues that God did and how God brought them out. Um, like I told you at the beginning of Exodus, this is really the salvation event of the Old Testament. Just as you and I always bring up the, the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So they would, oh, when, when they were uh, in their time of turmoil and they were wondering if God still remembered them and he loved them, they'd say, but wait a minute. Remember what God did in Egypt. Remember what he did to Pharaoh. You remember how he was there with us through all of this? Well, that's their event, and, and we're going to hear about that. So the final plague is threatened in uh, in chapter 11. Um, and think of the difference here. Think of when when God first came to Moses and said, Moses, go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. And Moses said, Pharaoh's not going to listen to me. He's not going to listen to me at all. Well, guess what? Pharaoh is going to listen to Moses And it's kind of interesting because when when Moses comes to Pharaoh for this last time and explains what's going to happen, it's Moses who leaves in hot anger. Uh, Look at verse verse 10. Every other time it was Pharaoh leaving in hot anger. Um, Now this time it's going to be Moses. Um, And notice what God does for the people as he brings them out. So verse 1 says at the end, When he lets you go pharaoh is going to drive you out completely so think about what a huge difference that was first it was going to be pharaoh maybe possibly letting them go now pharaoh's gotten to the point where he's literally going to drive them out but even more here's the grace of god the israelites are going to get something that they never worked for they're going to be blessed by god to have enough that they need to make it through the wilderness and go to the promised land why do i say that Verse 2 says, speak now in the hearing of this people that they ask. They ask the Egyptians of all people, um, every woman, for silver and gold jewelry. And it says, verse 3, and notice it's God. This is grace. This is not their doing. This is God. Because think of it. The Israelites had to hate the Egyptians. But now these people that they hated are actually going to, well, look what it says. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. The Lord did that. That's grace. That's grace. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt. This is the same guy who said, I can't go to Pharaoh. I can't do this. Here's only only by the hand of God could this happen. And in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people, everyone had high regard for Moses. That was a gift from God. And then God said, God sets up the uh, the sacrifice of the firstborn son. And we'll talk about more of that, about that when we get to the Passover. But the firstborn son was key. In that culture, the firstborn son re- did, received a double portion. He was going to carry on the name. He was the most important. When you lost your firstborn son, you lost a huge person in, in your life. That's why in Jewish culture, they were told if, if the oldest son dies and doesn't leave children, the next son is to take his place. Someone else had to be in that place. And when you hear firstborn son, your ears should ring like crazy about the birth of Jesus Christ, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger here's the firstborn son of of Mary who's going to be the sacrifice for us who's going to who's going to save the whole world there's the importance of that firstborn son and and forever from this point on of, of the exodus and and uh in this event, uh, the firstborn son was to be offered up to God, and there had to be a sacrifice made for him to remind them that God was gracious to them. The first, Their firstborn son would not die. God would provide a way for them to be saved by sending his one and only son to us to be our Savior. Notice that connection. And then see that uh, not only was it Pharaoh's firstborn son. It was the firstborn son of the slave girl, of the cattle, and everything, and there would be a great cry in all of Egypt. But here's the gospel, but verse 7 says, but not a dog will growl against any of the people of Israel, and nobody of the people of Israel will be affected because of the blood of the lamb on their doorposts. We'll read more about that tomorrow. God bless you as you continue to read.